Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Craig Bowler, Jake, sitting in for Jake Scott and Bowler. Those were the sounds of the week. You guys have a lot of fun. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Those are crazy sounds of the week. I know Howard is going to join us here in just a moment. And don't forget, uh, come watch the future stars of the PGA Tour teed up at Oak Ridge Country Club in Farmington coming up June 27th through the 30th. That's 2019. That's coming up just in a couple of weeks. Brought to you by the Utah Sports Commission. I don't know how you guys do it, man. You fill it up every day. Yeah, we do. And uh, as you mentioned there, Bowler, uh, Howard Beck of the Bleacher Report uh, joins us every Friday, and he's joining us right now. Howard, how the heck are you, man? Hey, guys, how's it going? Well, I think we're doing well, Bowler, aren't we? Yeah, Craig, we're Craig, good. Craig Bowler Jack on hand with us here, Howard. Howard. And uh, he's a play-by-play guy for the Jazz, and uh, we're having a lot of fun today. Howard, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your reporting, too. Uh, Bleacher Report. And uh, you're at you're in Toronto, right? No, you're at Oracle. Pardon me. Yeah, you're at Golden State. I am in Oakland, yes. So what do you make of what's going on in this series now that's been changed, altered by these injuries? Do you think uh, the Warriors can get back together and, and, and sort of be what people are expecting them to be? Yeah, absolutely they can. Um, listen, I mean, we've seen this team go through a lot. Um, we've never seen anything quite like this, but I think that with Clay Thompson coming back tonight, assuming he is – you know, at least 80%, 90% of himself, if not maybe even 100, then you're closer to whole. You're, you know, you're, you're back to being at least that team that has survived without Durant for the last month, that did win game two in Toronto, that, you know, obviously enjoys a great home court advantage when you've got at least most of your weapons available to you. There's no reason in the world, to me, to, to believe that they couldn't tie this up tonight with Clay back in there. He's going to give them, obviously, you know, a scoring boost that they badly need, so it's not Steph Curry carrying 98% of the offense. He's going to stabilize them defensively. They really needed that badly as well. And look, they, they scored 109 points the other night. Um, they lost because they, they couldn't stop the, the, the Raptors either. And Clay has always been, obviously, a great defender and a critical defender for them. And they just don't have a lot of depth. And they don't have a lot of other guys with the kind of length and versatility and when you've got him out and Durant out, it's just really crippled them defensively. And, you know, their bench just doesn't have enough um, at either end of the court. So Clay checks off a lot of boxes, fills a lot of holes simultaneously. And so if they win this tonight and it's tied to all going back to Toronto, look, there's a chance Durant shows up in, in game five on Monday. Um, it appears that that's where things are moving, that they need him to practice once. They need him to, or to at least scrimmage. He hasn't had any contact. There was some thought that that might happen today. We'll find out soon. And if he did go through contact today and he recovers all right tomorrow, no setbacks, tomorrow's a travel day, then he could, he could practice with them again Sunday and play Monday. Like, that, you know, that's not information that I have. That's, not, that's, that's speculative on my part, but it's based on where things seem to be in the timeline for Kevin Durant. And that would change 
everything, all of our perceptions about the series if it's tied 2-2 and Durant's playing in Game 5. Yeah, interesting. Howard, I know that uh, I'm sure the Toronto Raptors will probably test Clay Thompson right early to see if he actually can go lateral with that hamstring and if he is a defensive liability or if Kerr tries to just use him on the offensive side as well. So that kind of intrigues me to, to watch early in this game as well. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I, I think, you know, having Clay back out there means you're going to ask him to do everything you normally would. I, I, I don't assume he'll be coming back with any particular limitations. Um, there's There aren't that many great options for those defensive assignments anyway, other than him. So you're just, you're just going to throw him back out to play his usual role and hope for the best. I mean, there's really, you know, no other way for them to look at it. Hey, Howard, can you dive in? To, I know something you've, you've discussed. Uh, these two, and Gordon and I talked about this in the last hour, about uh, the focus of this series really is on a couple of players that may not be there uh, after this series is over in Kawhi and uh, Kevin Durant. Speak to that, and how much do you feel like that's changing on a day-to-day basis, and what do you know on, the, on an insider track if, if KD stays or goes, and the same with Kawhi in Toronto? I mean, right off the bat, nobody knows. Nobody really knows. You know, there are, as recently as earlier this week when I was talking to people around the league on this, there were people saying they think, you know, Katie is absolutely gone. They think Kawhi is absolutely gone. But we really don't know. We don't know what winning a championship uh, with Toronto would do to Kawhi's mindset. Would that change his intentions of going to L.A.? Does, does going home to L.A.? Uh, and he's from Southern California, not L.A. specifically, but just going to Southern California, does that outweigh whatever um, feelings he has toward the Raptors and his, his teammates and what they've accomplished this season? Does winning a championship versus losing in Game 7 really make any difference? Or is, it, or is the calculus all the same regardless? And this, you can say the same with, with Durant. It becomes more complicated because we look at, well, if they win the title and he never plays, does that, does that mean they don't need him? And so he feels like... Uh, you know, he might as well go. Or if they lose without him, does it reinforce the idea that they absolutely do need him and he feels more valued and so that'll make him want to stay? Like, we can, you know, uh, you know, speculate and interpret all of these lines any which way. Uh, it doesn't get us any closer to the truth because only those guys will know, and they may not really know until July 1st. And, you know, they're both going to have a lot of great options. But I will say this, this is a truly unique moment. We have never had an NBA Finals where the biggest star on each of the teams is a free agent and with the possibility or even belief that they are leaving. And that's just never happened. That is unprecedented. Yeah, I mean, it shades, and you've written about this, but it it shades the entire endeavor, doesn't it? Because you look back over time and you think of, in the old days, you know, Bird with Boston and Magic with L.A., or even here in in Utah when uh, Stockton and Malone were here against Michael Jordan and Pippen. In this case, these guys, it's very fluid. And so you don't even really get a sense of identity with individual star with team. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Kawhi was always a potential one-year rental because of the deal that got him there. So it was always going to feel a little tenuous. In Durant's case, it's year three with this team, but he's just unique and the situation's unique. But yeah, listen, you could go through year after year of finals, and I did for the story that I we have up on Bleacher Report today about this very subject. And I went through years and years of finals, and it's really hard, other than LeBron leaving the Cavs 
uh, leaving the Heat for the Cavs and then the Cavs for the Lakers, other than maybe Kyrie forcing his way out, which we didn't see coming at the time, we've never had an NBA Finals played against this kind of backdrop where we know both of these guys are in play. You know, that wasn't the case when Malone and Stockton were going up against Michael and the Bulls. It wasn't the case when the Shaq and Kobe Lakers were going up against, you know, any number of teams that they played. And even the year that they broke up, it wasn't a given that Shaq was going to get traded after they lost to Detroit that year. Um, although Kobe was a pending free agent and there was some speculation at that time, but we've just never had anything quite like this. Howard Beck of the Bleacher Report. And Howard, I know this is, uh, you get asked this all the time, but uh, crystal ball time. You know, as, as, the, as the draft is just uh, is upon us nearly on the 20th of this month and then free agency looming, what, in your mind and the, and the people you've talked to, can you give us a, a feel what the first domino who the first domino will be to fall and how this all uh, the how you can't predict how it's going to all end up but the first piece that then will then everything else will fall into place I don't know that that's even possible to forecast I mean I think Anthony Davis is going to end up somewhere new before too long yeah. and he definitely I believe will start next season somewhere else but is Anthony Davis going to get traded on draft night, and that will set up all the other moves that come on July 1st? Maybe. That's, that's a possibility. Um, but if not that, then, you know, I think free agency really starts with where do Katie and, and, and uh, Kawhi go. They are clearly the, cla- the top of this free agent class. Yeah. And, you know, because the Nets have, have two max slots and the Knicks have two max slots and the Clippers can get to two max slots, um, because the Lakers have a max slot, there, there's going to be a lot of, I, I think, just kind of uh, you know cross chatter where KD might say, well, I want to go play for the Knicks. And Kyrie will say, well, I don't want to play for the Knicks. I'd rather go play for the Nets. You should come with me there. And meanwhile, Kawhi might be trying to, to get somebody to play with him or LeBron's trying to recruit Kawhi or, you know, where does Kyrie fit into this? I mean, it, it's some of their fates may be interconnected. Um, if guys want to go to a team together to make sure that they can contend immediately. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it, it's just, there's no one lead domino in that, in that case. Yeah, you make a great point. I, I still think there's a communication that will occur if it hasn't already through agents or even uh, the Twitter feeds, uh, what have you, of, of who wants to go where and will you follow. I think that's got to be part of the conversation through all this process. Yeah, I mean, look, the point of the exercise normally is to go somewhere where you can contend. Now, we do have this weird inverse thing, as I wrote about today, where you're leaving contenders for non-contenders, which is kind of unprecedented, other than LeBron bailing on the, the Cavs for the Lakers last year. But, um, but normally you are trying to get somewhere where you can win immediately. So if you want to go to the Knicks, if you're KD, you can't go by yourself because the Knicks don't have a roster. So you, it's almost a necessity that you're recruiting guys to come with you. And, you know, the Nets and the Clippers are in better shape. They're, they were both playoff teams this year. They've got very good players, but they don't have any stars. And if you're, again, if you're Kyrie or you're Katie or Kawhi, you might want to feel, you know, you, you might feel more secure if you're going to one of those places with another established all-star, you know, that's attached to you. 
Howard, uh, Warriors investor Mark Stevens, he pushes Kyle Lowry. We all saw it. And uh, he is suspended for a year and fined half a million dollars. Adam Silver was asked about that and essentially said he was fine with it. What do you think of that suspension and that fine? Was that enough or do you think it was uh, uh, a little bit less than what it should have been? I think the, the suspension and the fine were appropriate. I think that if it ends with that, all right, people will probably just move on. But I, I, my suspicion is that the Warriors and maybe even the league would just as soon have this guy sell his share because it's one thing to have to deal with fans crossing lines that they shouldn't ever cross. Fans are going to do that, and you just you you, you have a certain amount of. of volatility that goes on or in, in who you let into your building and where they sit and you, you just have to kind of accept uh, that unpredictability but this is a guy who is a representative of your team who owns a piece of the team who his actions reflect on the team and I think it's embarrassing to them that he's the one who's, who's created this and so I have to believe and I have no inside knowledge on this I have to believe that the Warriors other owners will be pressuring him to sell just because why would you want that guy in your midst? Why, you know, like you, there are plenty of people who would love to buy that share. Um, I just don't know why you would, you would allow him to stay after such an embarrassing and, you know, over-the-line incident like that. It's, it's, uh, it's not a good look for any organization. And, Howard, I think it has to be said, too, that Kyle Lowry handled that with utmost cool, <laughs> cool and uh, – uh, I guess class is the way I'm looking at it. He could have exploded. Other players probably would have. I won't mention them, but we know probably who they are. But Lowry handled that much better than most would in this league. I agree. He handled it perfectly. And, you know, Kyle Lowry's a veteran, and he's a fiery player. He plays with passion, but he kept his head about him in other circumstances, which was great. I thought his messaging afterward was great. I think he handled it perfectly. And, yeah, if he'd gone back at the guy – people would be killing Kyle Lowry. They'd be killing the player for reacting and for going after a fan. But the fan started this, got physical with a player in a way that you never should. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Kyle Lowry handled it as well as he did. Um, again, it's disappointing that anybody, yeah. even any average fan, much less an investor in the team, would, um, would think it's okay to do that. It's just it's, it's mind-boggling. Howard Beck of the Bleacher Report. Howard, if I had my way, I think so highly of you, I'd vote for you for president if you ran. <laughs> well, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> I would say something very political, like uh, could do much worse, but uh, I, I won't say that. Did I say that or did I just <laughs> No, you it? just thought it out loud. Oh, okay. yeah. You mean but... we have done worse? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Howard, thanks a lot for joining us. We appreciate it. Appreciate you, fellas. Talk to you soon. All right. Howard Beck, Bleacher Report. At Oracle. Yeah. I'll tell you tonight, man, if you don't get it done, it's going to be a long road back. And you know what? He says Clay hints, he hints, maybe, did you hear this, that he is given a pretty much thumbs up with no restrictions? Yeah. I think Toronto's going to test that very early to see really just how mobile Clay Thompson will be. Yeah. Well, Clay wanted to play in the last game and uh, thought he was ready to do that. So he must be. When a player wants to play, and if that's legit and not just some sort of 
PR campaign of some sort. When a player thinks he can play, then that tells me he must be feeling pretty good. I will, yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't. I you know, this is something that I I can't answer, but I ponder this: Should a player have more ability to make his own call, or is the investment by a team so high now that the call isn't theirs? That's a great question. Uh, that's a great question. I mean, um, because again, we we sit back and we, uh, you know, we 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 these stories of Carl and John grow year by year. Mm-hmm. You know, the ankle used to be tennis ball size, and now it was up to a grapefruit and a volleyball, right? But he still, <laughs> but he still taped it and played, right? <laughs> I mean, those stories grow, and Stockton's knee and his elbow, and all those, you know, the, the pounding that that guy took. Pound for pound, Gordon, by yeah, the way. Yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, Jerry used to say that it's uh, up to the doctors, didn't he? I'd have to go back and double-check that, but I almost thought that he kind of acquiesced to a player saying, you know what, you wear the uniform, and if you can put the uniform on, then you're, you, you're, you're able to play the game. If you put it on, play. If you don't, don't put it on. Well, I'll be surprised if Clay Thompson walks out there and is unprepared or, you know, who knows. The thing is, he could be re-injured at any time. And if sometimes a guy, when you get in a real competitive situation where everything counts and you push off a little harder and next thing you know, you're coming up lame. And I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, everyone will be watching. That's for sure. Absolutely. All right, we'll continue on with the list, and we may do that Instapol thing uh, coming up next. 855-340-ZONE. I can't say a phone number. 855-340-ZONE. Instapol, man. We haven't done an Instapol. We haven't done an Instapol since you left the show. It's time. It's time. All right. It's time to turn the clock back. <laughs> okay. I'll find the phone and we'll do the Is there a phone in there? I, I heard it ringing somewhere. <laughs> All right. We'll do that next here on The Big Show. This is DJ and PK. Ken Pomeroy, KenPom.com joins us now. So, Ken, let me start by saying, do you know what I look like? I do, I do. And if you're standing outside my office, I would let you in. Well, this guy lives in our own community, yep. and he's coming in, volunteering his time to do a show. Was I told that? No. Well, how about this? If Johnny Miller shows up and he's going to do a guest appearance, Johnny, take your artificial <laughs> hip and limp around the corner. Ken, on behalf of the entire Miller organization, I apologize. I appreciate that, PK. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys, or at least PK, acknowledges the of course the gross error that was made on that day. Catch DJ and PK mornings from six till ten, presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there on 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the Big Show on 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone. Zone Sports Network. When you're tired but you feel awake, you're burning with every step you take. Oh, I will never let you go. Welcome back, Big Show. Craig Bowler, Jack filling in for Jake Scott, hanging out with my old pal uh, Gordon Monson. The Big Show from days past, just making a, a little visit. That's on this day point. in early June. Thanks for sitting in. Absolutely man. fun, fun. By the way, join Scotty and Hands coming up Thursday, May second, 
from noon to three at Sound Sleep Medical. That's 8941 South, 700 East in Sandy. Sound Sleep Medical. All right. How do you sleep at night? You all right? I use their device. Do you really? Yeah, yeah it works. You got sleep apnea? Uh, I, I don't know it for a fact, but I, I did. I, I heard what they said. And from what my wife told me, I said, man, let's do this. And so I did it, and uh, it works. My wife and I both have it as well. Wow. A lot of people at the station use those. No one asked me. Uh, do you, do you, are you? Are the walls coming in? No, and out you of? know, I, I don't know. I, I I sleep pretty good. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buller's nickname at home is Walls of Jericho. <laughs> it's There's like, been some plaster problems I've noticed and a crack, you know, in the ceiling. I didn't know what happened, I'll and the you, chandelier fell. We but, need to ask Sharon. That's who we need. I to guess ask. so. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, Instapol. I mean, we had so much fun in the in days gone by, uh, listening to the fan the listener and letting them have a voice uh, what 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 do you think uh today's topic what, 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 you, what are you feeling i i think the the burning question yeah on our listeners mind minds are is uh will the jazz make a big splash in free agency we talked a lot about it yeah. there's a lot of names if the, if they're gonna do it in my opinion there's a there's there's many to choose from uh, depending Tobias Harris, uh, you know the Kimball Walkers, uh, the Conleys, uh, is that the splash you're talking about? Yeah, to run uh, with Donovan and yeah. uh, and spread a difference the floor? maker bowler uh-huh. as opposed to just rearranging deck chairs. The here. part of this, the, the part of this discussion too is Gordon is the money factor that comes into play, knowing that Gobert will be paid or will he be paid. And also Donovan Mitchell, whose contract is around the corner, and that has to be taken care of. So part of this question, too, in my opinion, is if the splash is made, how does that really impact the payroll of the Utah Jazz? Well, and are, is, is, the, is the Miller family accepting of it? I think they will if it will give them a chance to win a championship. And See, what the problem is, is when you have a situation where you're paying out a ton of money and your team isn't, cl- isn't in real contention. Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask teams who've paid out a lot of money like New York, and uh, those contracts haunt them for years, in fact, generations. Um, the Jazz have always played it smart, uh, sometimes you know, to the vest of saying, look, it's not the right time. Well, now is the time, isn't I think it? it? I think, you know, that's the other part of this question is that I think that's, that is, and we've talked about this over the years, about, you know, bringing in, you know, an impact guy. Well, you've got two already that you, you obtained in the draft, which is a blessing, right? Stock Malone, same, same type of scenario. The Jazz traded, though, for these two guys from Denver. Strange, isn't it? Uh, but yet the impact they've had. Uh, Gordon, and, and they need another guy to they run need, with them. They need another guy. They need another guy to they run. They need a, a premium talent, and I don't know. You know. That's why I think I think in my conversations with Gail Miller, I, I think she really wants a championship, and she. Can you and imagine he, and, State and Street, be, Main Street, downtown for a week? It would oh, never yeah. be the same. It would be crazy in a positive way. Bigger and, than Pioneer Day. Uh, Bigger even than that. I thought that was just Carl Malone's birthday party. <laughs> Remember that first year? That's way back. The city there. of Utah. Wow, the city of Utah throwing me a party. No, Carl, it's it's called Pioneer Day, but your birthday just happens to land on the same July twenty fourth. <laughs> so, so so let's get this straight. The question is how how do you want to phrase the question? 
Well, I think knowing what we just discussed, that the need is there and the financial uh, obligation is there and that the Miller family seems to be prepared to make to, to be a part of this decision and Donovan and Rudy, that putting that all together, is it time? So Jake believes that if it does happen, it'll happen via trade. Uh, as opposed to signing a free agent, but uh, uh, let, let's let's say it this you way. You want to go trade? Or let, f- let, let's say it this way. Will the Jazz? Will they? Not can they, but will they make a big splash this offseason? You want to go free agency or th- either? Either. Okay. Either. There you In, go. Via either either way. All right. So let's set the rules. The number is eight five five three four zero zone eight five five. Three four zero nine six six three. We're going to take thirteen callers. Austin's going to run the board like the old days when Scotty G was there. And Austin, you're going to introduce them, and we're just going to all we want. Look, I know some people like to talk, but it's got to be a yes or no answer, right? Like we didn't. If it's more than one syllable, you're out. <laughs> wow. He's going to hang up on. And him? believe us, folks, Austin's going to. Gonna, the <laughs> I dump, don't care. The dump button is is, is a it's that's that's its hot button. The, the <laughs> it's dump right button there. is the hot button. Yeah. Look, I found the rotor phone i think i know it goes cl- counterclockwise yeah, it and then clockwise goes, or one or the d- other d- yeah okay. so oh, great so we'll see if it works are we calling up mabel down at the yeah. phone company to patch us patch through, us through. Patch chelsea us through. one four three eight five five three four zero nine six six three will the jazz make a big splash this offseason yes or no all right austin take it away <laughs> did you forget the phone, how to did use the phone, the phone? Break? All right, uh, Josh is up first. All right, Josh. Hey, welcome in. Yay or nay? Hell's yeah. All right, hell's yeah. Well, he's out. He's out. <laughs> Didn't want to hear I was, that. I was All right, that's silly. one. All right, up on. <laughs> That's a way to start the no, old, the old I, I, Insta poll. Yeah. yeah, he's in. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go out to Anthony here. Anthony, yes. Uh, welcome in. 12 of the zone. Yes or no? Big splash. Jazz. I say yes. Yes, it is. All right. Got a 2-0 lead, Gordon. You yeah. take it. Yeah. All right. Who do we got next here? Uh... You guys give me a second. No one answer the phone. <laughs> Look, man. It's Scotty right. never had Drew, a problem. Drew, go Drew, go ahead. Drew. Drew. Yes. 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 Splash Three City. yeses so far, All man. Right. Everybody's believing. There are. Because there be- the question is complicated because it's a matter of if, if you say will, that means will it actually happen? Dean? Dean's on. 1280. How are you? Yes or no? Good. Yes. He said yes. <laughs> Boy, Austin. Austin, man, he said good. And yeah, all I heard was yeah. We asked him how he's doing. All right, 4-0. Let's see. <laughs> Zach, you're up. Yes or no? No. 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 Our I like first, the tone in the voice, too. So no. Our first five, only one, one negative. One negative there, yeah, big fella. Four to one. Uh, who says John? John. Hey, John. How about a hey. splash? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. No. 4 2. Yeah. Spencer's up. up here. Yes or no? Jazz making a splash off season. No. No. 4 to 3. All of a sudden, three straight no's after a positive 4 0 stretch, Gordo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jake. Yes or no? Absolutely. 
absolutely means yes. So we've got eight. Gordon, uh, we we got five to go if my math's Wait, right. Wait, what's the count? <laughs> it's 5-3, five, yes. 5-3. Five, five, <laughs> Jesse's Jesse. up on 1280 The Zone on our Insta poll from way back. Yes or no, Jess? 100%. Oh. 100% means, Six I guess, three. yes. Yes, that's a yes. Yeah. Alton is next on the big show. Alton, yes or no? Hell yeah, All right. All right. Good to hear from <laughs> you, pal. All of a sudden, it switched back 7-3. Three. three callers. <laughs> hey, Austin, Remember, the question three isn't... to go, and you're released from the, <laughs> we'll sweating, the rest man. of the day off. Remember, it's not, it's not do you want them to do it. Will they? Will they? Will they go through the process, whether it's free agency or whether it's through trade? Right. All right, to join uh, this, this franchise. James, you're up on 1280, the zone. Yes or no? No. All right. So, uh, a non-believer, Jordan Gordo. Here we go. Yes or no? Jordan. Jordan. Yes. Well, he got some airtime, didn't he? That was a long yes answer. Uh, let's see. I've got eight to four. One. Lee's our last caller on uh, the. Why don't uh, we give Lee more than one word? You want to give Lee, it? Lee, go ahead. I'm okay with that. Okay, you okay Lee, with that? What do you, what do you think? Now this is the deciding <laughs> vote. Yeah, yeah. Lee, go ahead, man. So if they don't sign a free agent, it's Lee's fault. Okay. Yeah, Lee. Don't uh, put that on me. You know this doesn't happen. Easy, often. Ricky Bobby. This doesn't happen often. We get a listener to jump on jump on 1280 the zone. So yeah. kind of a special day for you and us. So Lee, tell us your opinion. Tell us why. Indubitably, because we want a title. <laughs> Indubitably, oh, and you want a title. All right, I thank can't you, pal. spell that. I can't. I can't say <laughs> Indubitably. it. So nine to four is the final count on our Insta poll from way back. So it's yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> a parade. <laughs> so, so, so the question really reveals. Not, you know, obviously not whether the Jazz will actually do it, but whether the fans believe the Jazz have the capability yeah. and the, uh, the the motivation to get it done. I think we got to talk about that more because what that means to me is they feel that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Quinn Snyder, those three, and the franchise by itself, and, and what I mean by that is the facility at ZBBC, uh, the Zions Basketball Campus, uh, and what the the fan base brings each and every night to a home game is enough now where the splash can be made, whether through trade or free agency, and the money is available to pay that individual. Don't forget, yeah. Do you, I mean, great. is that a yeah. summation? Yes, and don't forget, even if you do a trade, you have you have to sort of measure the enthusiasm of whoever you're trading for because you don't want to to bring in a bad apple that's just going to be here moaning and groaning the whole time. So so that sort of idea has to exist in a player's heart and mind, even if it isn't a signing. Well, and also, would you not agree that to give up something of worth to get worth back could also disrupt uh, the flow of this fan base? Meaning... There's names that have been kicked around prior, and the Jazz have always done a marvelous job not to put those names in, in, in the media, the public's mind, per se, 
because they protect those guys knowing they could stay if the trade wouldn't happen and you don't want a, a sour player. But the point is that if you do trade, you also have to be prepared to lose a player that has been a very important a very important cog in what the Jazz have done. No, you and where they've been. Where they've been. Yeah. And where they but now where do you want to go? I think what happened here, Bowler, is that the Jazz fan base was excited when when they were first disappointed, disheartened by Gordon Hayward leaving. Donovan Mitchell comes in, lights a fire, everyone gets excited about it, and they make the playoffs, and and then they don't really do anything substantial in the offseason, and so they give it another run, and I think uh, fans now are to the point now where they say, okay, something has to be different in order to make the result different. Yeah. You know, what Dennis did, I think, was to absolutely get all he could out of the group and let Quinn Snyder coach, and I think that's what happened. Uh, they're relatively healthy, but there were some times that Ricky, you know, would have uh, the hamstring or, or uh, an issue that would pop up. Neto uh, would have an issue as well. But Rudy stayed relatively. I mean, the guy was on the court. Yeah. And Donovan as well after he came back from the foot injury during the off season. That not a lot of people really measured on the way that he started the season too, Gordo. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it, it was a season. That I again, I think most coaches wouldn't have gotten the 50 win mark out of this team, but Quinn Snyder and his staff. I've watched these guys on a daily basis, and it's it's remarkable. The um, I'm not trying to you know put smoke up anybody's you know backside, but the bottom line is these guys do like to play for Quinn Snyder, and the bottom line is too that this team, as Dennis predicted, liked each other. Now, if Ricky doesn't come back, which most likely it doesn't look like he will, according to himself, uh, after what he said uh, to the uh, newspaper back home, you know, it, it breaks up a pretty tight bond between Donovan and Ricky Rubio in the backcourt. It's going to take a special player to come in here and understand his role and the need for leadership as well. Yeah, and it's got to work. It's got to meld together. And I think that this is part of the draw to the Jazz right now is Quinn's ability to get the most out of players. Are we looking Agents through? know that. Players know that now. He's got a great reputation around the league for development. And whether that means you get an established star or maybe there's more enthusiasm from a player who hasn't yet met his potential and wants to come to a place where he will – you know, I mean, that's all a part of it, and playing alongside the two stars. Do you believe the time is right? And, and let's say in the past we maybe manufactured the discussion of Utah being a destination point. I think that through people I've talked to, Gordon, around the league, uh, not just jazz organizational members, but around the league, uh, officials and players and other guys that you run across, writers, there is a more sense that this is a, a much better time for this to happen. Yeah, yeah, a I, true time. I do think that that, that word that, is getting out. That it's it's this is a destination point where you're taken care of, and that uh, the Donovan Mitchell era is just getting ready, and the rest of the West is beginning to kind of fracture in some ways. Why not come to a franchise that has a more promising young base and a future to go with it? And one of the stars who doesn't wanna, demand the ball at all, right. so you, there's room for you. And I don't want to look at this, and I know you don't, 
and I don't. I hope fans fans have the right to to look through it through rose colored glasses, right? But I, I I truly believe that this is an opportunity with the group at hand and the coaching staff in place that that this may be the summer. Now, if it doesn't happen, uh, we'll find out why. And you know, other other opportunities may come for other players, and maybe the money becomes the biggest factor. I don't know, but I think the option and the opportunity is is real. Yeah, I agree with you. That you agree with that? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, now get that word out so we make sure it resonates in people's ears. All right, we'll continue. Well, I love the Not Sports Report coming up next. Oh, boy. And, uh, and then after that, uh, Mark Johnson, the play-by-play voice of the Colorado Buffaloes, will be part of our, what are we calling this thing, us in the reverse 12 or something? 12 and 12 in reverse. 12 and 12 in reverse. Uh, we'll have... Uh, an official or an expert from every team that will play the in-state teams coming up this football season. So we got all that to look forward to. And then after that, we'll continue on with the list, unless Bowler comes up with another Instapol, and we'll see how that went. It was actually kind of Austin's fun. worn out, man. I need some water. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got an IV in. Uh, he's, right. he's hydrating. All right. Uh, stay this tuned. is the flu show. <laughs> stay, tr- stay tuned for what everybody what is everybody's favorite part of the big oh, show. Oh, that's why I came in today. Yeah, uh, then not buckle up report the <laughs> non-sports report <laughs> stay where you are this is tony parks and austin horton frank dolce joins us who is leading the utes in receiving yards this coming season He's Britain in- Covey. okay and Britain if Covey. that's the case are you good enough to win the south absolutely i don't believe in offense you don't have to throw the ball downfield to be successful on the offensive side. Utah has a significant advantages in the way that they can run the football. I don't think Utah has to throw the ball downfield. You utilize the talent that you have available. And if they start double-teaming Britton Covey, what does that mean? Somebody else is not being double-teamed. Somebody else has single coverage or somebody else is going to find themselves open. And that could come back onto the quarterback and offensive coordinator to find those, those weaknesses. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. It is the uh, the big show. Craig Bowler, Jack, sitting in for Jake Scott. And Bowler, it's a treasured time of the show, but uh, what's your business over there? Well, you know, uh, the reason why when Austin and Jake and I talked about coming in, I said, look, I- I'm only coming in. <laughs> you know, I'll come in at three, but I really want to come in at five because it's uh, the non-sports report. And, of course, it's brought to you by uh, LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. You can shop online right now at LHMUsedCars.com. I know, Gordon, you put a lot of effort into this. I know fans are just waited with are waiting with bated breath yes, they, to hear your Friday edition. Well, see, will you do me a favor, Bowler? Will you uh, give uh, Austin a bit of a pep talk? Because he seems to be a real 
drag on this whole thing. Really? Yeah. I, you know, I think he and I have had some private conversations. <laughs> and we, Now, see, yeah, Bowler, the way he phrased that makes me think we're going to have some, like, drag queen story here no, or, no, no, or, no, no, or no. some what? sort of man being dragged to death. <laughs> oh, no. There is a lot of death and destruction on It's got to be not. uncomfortable and it's got to be destructive. <laughs> what, what Austin does do well, though, he's, he's you can tell right now his right hand is over on the dump button <laughs> just in case. He is the and he breaks into this little mild, you know, kind of a sweat. He's kind of like deputy dog. That's what he is. He's the deputy <laughs> dog of the big show. He's got to protect his turf. Yeah. So what do you got today? All right, I got two things. Okay. Here, the first one is both of them are out of the sky. Great tease, huh, Austin? Yeah. The first one this is could be anything. A people in the neighborhood in Las Vegas heard what they thought was a bomb going off. Okay. Uh, Sonic boom? And instead, you know what it was? Hold on, hold on. Uh, a, a bomb going off in Las Vegas. Uh, in, in a Las Vegas neighborhood. Someone lifting and dropping an empty dumpster up and down. Or it could have been... Uh, Bath salts of some kind. <laughs> could have been a, uh electrical um, up on the phone. on the oh, a transformer. transformer had, yeah. had let, let, let go on a hot day. Too much air conditioning. You're both wrong. It was a piece of airplane that fell off. A piece of airplane. And landed, I believe, on an apartment building and on a car. Now, I think it might have been a a door. So this was just one big loud sound. It wasn't repeating. Did did the airline come looking for the door? (laughs) I don't know. You think that if you lost the door. That's not our logo. Uh, (laughs) Kind of looks like it. If you lost the door off your plane, you would think somebody would notice that. Uh, Or someone would, like, come out the back door with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't want that. But, you know, I'm surprised this kind of thing doesn't happen more often. You know, we fly a lot. And there are little things that happen. But and when you I, see planes going yeah. overhead, coming and going all over, the, don't you? I mean, isn't it reasonable to expect that something might fall off that thing? Well, wasn't it the rocket's plane that the plane, the door wouldn't close? Yeah, yeah. In fact, we got to the airport. They were going to leave at 9 a.m. We, we departed at noon, and they were still there, and they were trying to jimmy-rig uh, the front door because <laughs> it wouldn't close. So, look, I've been on flights. Uh, we've been on charter flights where, look, you, safety's first, right? Yeah, yeah. I get that, but I've not had an issue where doors come off in mid-flight. That's a good. That's a good thing. You were on a flight with me, Bowler, way back in the day when the Jazz were playing the Denver Nuggets in in the playoffs, and we took off from Denver, and I want to say maybe just fifteen twenty minutes into the flight. There was a smoke sm- smell inside the cabin, mm-hmm. and they turned that plane yeah. around and went back to the airport. Yeah, and it turned out that it was just a ventilation problem. Yeah, just a ventilation it problem. It scared the living daylights yeah, out it, of it, me. You thought it was smoke, but I think it was like humidity had built and cold hot, and the so air we, conditioner yeah, or something. Yeah, problem. You guys believed them? We had uh, the <laughs> flaps uh, get stuck. Uh, on a flight. Not good. And so we had to turn around halfway. I think it was from Phoenix to San Antonio. That happened. That's a little scary. So, you know, things do happen, but safety's first. Safety is first. Okay, so this is uh, the second part. NASA is opening the International Space Station for tourism. What's the cost? Oh, you, that's, it's the wrong question. 
$35,000 a night. Wow. But that's that's just to be up there. How much does it cost for you to go? Isn't it uh, multiple millions? Sixty million <laughs> hold on. dollars hold is on. the airfare. So hold on. So you have to pay on top of the airfare a nightly thirty-five grand, thirty-five thousand per person, or what do you say, thirty-five thousand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. per night? Yeah. After a sixty million dollar flight to the space station. That, I mean, it's 50? round trip. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but there are a lot of people who would like to spend some time in space. <laughs> but that's a fairly pricey endeavor honey one night or two <laughs> yeah splurge where are we going this weekend it's oh, our 50 we're going into Look, space we, get, we spent 60 mil let's spend orbit. two nights let's go two nights uh chester uh, honey <laughs> no chester oh uh, oh chester let's elevate on up <laughs> baby <laughs> Right, that's it. I haven't heard Chester in a long time. Austin. There's a reason for that. Chester shadows. If you had the money, would you do it? No, not nah. I mean, let's say you were a billionaire. Would you do it, Bowler? I'd be tempted. Uh, I, I think again, climbing in a capsule takes a special, a special person that's got to be in the right mindset. What if you get a little claustrophobic halfway? You can't, you can't turn back. And you're just floating around up there, right? Is it? Uh... Oh yeah, you're weightless. Chester. <laughs> What'd that feel like, Austin, to be weightless? We are way out of time. All right. I don't know. I, you I jerk. Would, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's good a to lot, be here. A lot of kids want to be astronauts, you know. It's, hey, you know what? The Mars uh, becomes reality. You'll, there'll be a lot of opportunity. It may be a one-way ticket, though, to colonize. What was that movie you liked so much, Austin, that was about that trip to some space, uh, some some planet or space station somewhere out there, and, and the, the guy, wake, Chris Pratt, wakes up? To oh, Passengers? Passengers. I was like the only person on this planet that liked that movie, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> anyway, if you have a, a little extra change, yeah. contact NASA, yeah, and you can go spend some time in space. big ones. All right. It's that or Disneyland. It's about the same. (laughs) Coming up next, Mark Johnson of the Colorado Buffaloes will join us, and then we'll get back to the list. This this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Weber State head coach, Jay Hill. How is it that you've stayed with Weber State? Is it the passion for the school? Is it because I know you've had opportunities because I've had other people tell me you've had opportunities. So what is it that's keeping you here? The love of the town and the community and the university. That's one thing. My kids are flourishing here. That's probably the biggest thing is my wife and kids are doing great. Uh, We were able to pull something off with Sarah's cancer and her treatments and all the other crap she was going through would have been almost impossible at some of the other places that I'd have done. But when she got cancer, she had her treatment right across the street from where I worked, and I could be there. And there was some stuff we went through that put my heart in Ogden, um, and we're happy to be here. I'm not one of those guys that's always out looking to leave. I just, that's not me. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.